1 Kings chapter 17, verse 1 through verse 16. And Elijah the Tishbite, who was of the inhabitants of Gilead, said unto Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel liveth, before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these three years, these years, excuse me, but according to my word. And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Get thee hence, and turn thee eastward, and hide thyself by the brook Cherith, that is before Jordan. And it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed thee there. So he went and did according unto the word of the Lord, for he went and dwelt by the brook Cherith, that is, before Jordan. And the ravens brought him bread and flesh in the morning, and bread and flesh in the evening, and he drank of the brook. And it came to pass after a while that the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Arise, get to the Zareth, which belongeth to Zidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. So he arose and went to Zareth, and when he came to the gate of the city, behold, the widow woman was there gathering of sticks. And he called to her and said, Fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in a vessel that I may drink. And as she was going to fetch it, he called to her and said, Bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thine hand. And she said, As the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake but a handful of meal in a barrel, and a little oil in a cruise. And behold, I am gathering two sticks, that I may go in and dress it for me and my son, that we may eat it and die. And Elijah said unto her, Fear not, go and do as thou hast said, but make me thereof a little cake first, and bring it unto me, and after make for thee and for thy son." For thus saith the Lord God of Israel, The barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruse of oil fail, until the day that the Lord sendeth rain upon the earth. And she went and did according to the saying of Elijah, and she and he in her house did eat many days, and the barrel of meal wastes not, neither did the cruse of oil fail according to the word of the Lord, which he spake by Elijah. And I want to minister to you from this thought today, giving God something to work with, faith. Lord, we thank you again this morning for your word, O God. We thank you for your kindness, O God. Sweet Holy Spirit, we thank you for your presence that is in this place, God. You are the mighty God. You are the everlasting Father, and you are the Prince of Peace, O God. Increase our faith, O God, that when we leave this place, O God, we will walk by faith and not by our sight. We thank you for all that you do 
in Jesus' name. Amen. And you may be seated. From the book of Genesis all the way through to the book of Revelation, there is one drumbeat that is sounded from the pages of the Word of God, and that is the word faith. Amen. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things that is not seen. Inside of the Word of God, you will find there is one eye in the word faith, and it is located in the center of the word. Amen. Faith. That lets you and I know, amen, that in order for faith to be developed, uh, it requires you and I to develop it. Someone has says, how do I obtain faith? And why do I seem to have no faith? And how can I trust in a God when it seems that all I have is bad luck at all? We must realize that the Word of God tells us that God is not, ways are not as our ways, and His thoughts are not our thoughts. Uh, if we do not have faith, it is the design or sign that we do not have the self-discipline or the self-confidence uh, to trust in God's ability. From the beginning to the end, everything that God did was to show Israel that they could trust Him. From the plagues uh, that He sent upon Pharaoh to the parting of the Red Sea, everything was designed to build the faith of the children and the people of God. Paul tells us in Romans 15:4 that the things that was written was written for our learning that we through faith and patience of the Scripture might find hope. Faith is not predicated on what you can see, but on what you cannot see. Amen. Paul says, if a man sees that what he's hoping for, then why is he hoping? He says, but if you do not see the thing that you're hoping for, then do you have the patience to wait for it? You see, this is why we must get to that point and our lives where we trust God and we believe in God and everything that He says. And faith is not predicated on what you know, but who you know. And Paul told the church at Ephesus in the third chapter and the 20th verse, he says, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think. As the Lord said to Abraham and to Jeremiah, is there anything too hard for the Lord? Amen. There's nothing impossible for God. You cannot bring a situation to God that He cannot fix. Amen. God knows everything. He's able. He's omnipotent. He's omniscient. Amen. He's all-knowing. He's all-powerful. And the Word of God is designed and steadfast and unmovable so that you and I can increase and build our faith. We know that faith comes by hearing and it comes by hearing the Word of God. And this seems to be David's drumbeat uh, from the Psalms that he has written. Uh, and Psalms 3, 1 through 3, he says, Lord, how increase uh, are they that trouble me. Many there be which rise up against me. Many there be which saith of my soul, there is no help. 
for me in God. But thou, O Lord, are a shield for me. You are the glory and you are the lifter up of my head. David says, I don't care what they say or what they think. I know better. You are the lifter of my head. You are my protector. And then he goes on in Psalms 20 and verse 6 and 7. It says, now I know that the Lord will save his anointed. He will hear him from his holy heaven with the saving strength of his right hand. Some trust in chariots and some in horses. But we will remember the name of the Lord our God. They are brought down and fallen. But we are risen and stand upright. Uh, David's confidence was in God's ability to save, in God's ability to deliver, in God's ability to heal and to set people free. As some trust in chariots. Pharaoh trust in his chariots. Amen. He came down behind the children of Israel, but he soon realized when the the angels took the wheels off those chariots, that was the wrong place to have your confidence. When all that water of the Red Sea began to come back upon them, as Moses said, the people you see today, you ain't going to see them no more. Amen. We have to realize, David goes on in Psalms 27, 1, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. And whom shall I be afraid? Psalms 37, 23, The steps of a good man is ordered of the Lord, and he delight in his way. Though he fall, he should not utterly be cast down. For the Lord upholded him with his hand. I have been young, and now I am old. Yes. I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. He is ever merciful and lendeth, and his seed is blessed. Amen. Stay with me. He goes on in Psalms 91.10. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall the plague come nigh thy dwellings. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hand, lest and thou dash thy foot against a stone. Psalms 118, verse 1 through 5. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, because his mercy endureth forever. Let Israel now say that his mercy endureth forever. Let the house of Aaron now say that his mercy endureth forever. Let them that fear the Lord say his mercy endureth forever. I call upon the Lord in distress. The Lord answered me and said, Set me in a large place. Amen. David is letting us know that we can trust God. He's a faithful God. Amen. And if God is faithful to you and I, then we must be faithful to Him. He continues to call for us to operate and to believe and trust in God and not lean to our own understanding. Amen. If you want to know God more, if you want to believe God more, then you've got to trust in his abilities to come through for you. Someone says he's an on-time God. Yes, he is. He may not come when you want him, but he'll be there right on time. Amen. And without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently Seek Him. You've got to believe every time you go to God that He's going to come through. Amen. 
You can't go to God asking Him to do something and then don't believe it. You have to have faith and wait upon Him. You walk by your faith and not by your sight. Amen. The children of Israel, the Bible lets us know, could not inherit the promise because of unbelief and because they did not mix what they heard with their faith. When you hear the Word of God and the promises of God, you've got to mix that with your faith and believe that what God says He will do, He will do. Is there anything too hard for God? Nothing. God says, prove me now. Test me. Try me. And see if I won't open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you won't have room enough to receive it. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. And he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground. Neither shall your vine cast our fruit before the time of the field, saith the Lord of hosts. And all nations shall call you blessed. You've got to accept the challenges of God. God gives us challenges. He throws things out in his word. Amen. To test us to see if we're going to take him at his word. The uniqueness I find in God's Word is I can't lose. Amen. He has to come through. Amen. He challenges me, and if I take the challenge, I'm going to win. I cannot lose. He has to come through. We challenge everybody else. Amen. That's why people race. That's why people get in boxing rings. That's why they do all this stuff. They take the challenge because they think they can win. Well, you can't lose with God. Take the challenge. You know, he says, bring all the tithes and offerings into the storehouse and prove it. Challenge him. Take him at his challenge. Amen. And let him bless you. Amen. You've got to trust God if you want to believe in God. Because if not, it tells us you can't please him if you don't believe. You've got to have faith to trust God. Elijah is sent by a creek. He has told the people it ain't going to rain for three and a half years. Hey, think about it. He said it ain't going to rain. It ain't rain. He summons all the people on the Mount Carmel. He says, how long you had two opinions? He says, if God be God, serve him. If not, choose. You know, and then they get the bull and they cut the cow and they put him on the altar. And they call on their God all day long and nothing has happened. Elijah's back there joking around. He says, maybe he's taking a vacation. Maybe he's asleep. Maybe he's doing something else. You guys need to wake him up. That's faith. Amen. And when it came his time, he said, get 12 barrels of water and pour it all over the sacrifice. Now think about this. They ain't got no water. You know, all they got is what they can have for the use because it's drought. See, so he says, get 12 barrels of water and pour it all over the sacrifice. That's faith. And he's trusting God because he's already said the God that answered by fire is going to be the God. So he's already believing that God is going to answer. And so when he builds the things back up, all he does is just, Put the water over it and then pray. 
And as a result, the fire falls from heaven, consumed the sacrifice, lapped up the dust, the bricks, uh, and the people fell on their face. And, and they said, the Lord, He is God. The Lord, He is God. Amen. In other words, they says, I believe you, Elijah. What you said will take place. Uh, will take place. Amen. If God did it for him, he'll do it for you and me. Well, that's why the scriptures are there for us. Amen. And so notice, here he is. Uh, every day, God had told him, ravens are going to feed you in the morning. Ravens going to feed you in the night. Amen. And all the things that God said transpired and took place. Uh, and now the brook dries up. And God says, hey, Elijah, I want you to go to Zareph. He says, I've got a woman over there that I've got is going to sustain you. What do he do? He gets up. He goes to Zareph. He's coming in the gate. He sees the woman. I don't know how he knew which woman was, but he sees the woman. Amen. And he said to her, hey, bring me a cruise of water. She says, okay, I'll go get the water. And he says, oh, by the way, bring me a little cake of bread. She says, oh, no. He gave her a challenge. He says, bring me a little cake of bread. She says, oh, all I got is a handful of meal in the barrel and a little cruise oil, and I'm getting two sticks, and I'm going to go in and prepare it for me and my son, and we're going to eat it and die. And he says, well, I'll get to tell you what. Go ahead and do what you said. He says, but bring it to me first. <laughs> you want to die, go ahead, but just bring me the bread. <laughs> you know, he says, you bring it to me first because God said... The barrel of the meal is going to waste, and neither is the cruise of oil fell until he sent rains upon the earth. Amen. She accepted that challenge that was given to her, and she went in, and she did what the man of God says. And as a result, her barrel of meal did not waste, and neither did her cruise of oil fail, and she did not die. Amen. She was thinking she was, was all over. But I come to tell somebody today, it is not over. You just need to accept the challenge uh, that God has given you. Amen. And you need to believe in God's Word. And you need to hold God to His promise and to His Word. Amen. He's going to come through. You just got to walk by faith uh, and not by sight. And don't lean to your own understanding. Amen. And all your ways acknowledge Him. And He will direct your path. Amen. You've got to trust God, brothers and sisters. That's what faith is all about. Uh, is putting your trust in God and holding on and waiting on God. He's going to come through for you. You're not going anywhere until God fulfill His promise that He promised you as long as you keep walking by faith. Amen. You've got to accept this challenge. He challenges us by His Word. And so we've got to cling to His Word. These things are written for our example, that we, through faith and patience, may inherit the promise. Because when God made promise to Abraham, he could swear by no greater. He says, blessing, I will bless you, and multiply, and I will multiply you. And so after he patiently endured, he received the promise. Amen. For God, amen, he's going to come through for you. You can wait on him. You can trust him. You can believe in him. You should get excited every time you go need something. He's coming through. You can trust him and believe in him. 
what faith promise. It's a covenant, as Sister Linder said, between you and God. And it blows my mind that for some people, God can only trust you with five bucks. Dollar, is that all your God can trust you with? It's the covenant between you and Him. Is there anything too hard for God? You're leaning to your own understanding. Amen. If you pray and God says, all I want you to give is five bucks, I think I'd be on my face before God over and over again saying, God, why can't you trust me with more? God, what am I doing wrong, God, that you can only trust me with five bucks? God, I want you to trust me with big things. I want to be faithful. I want my faith to grow. Come on. That's the thing you've got to realize. It's His kingdom. He's channeling it. It's a covenant between you and God. It's not between you and me. It's between you and Him. Amen. He's going to give it through you for His purpose, not to me for your purpose and His purpose. See, that's why it's called faith. Amen. Brother DeMuth, you was there in that Kentucky Men's Conference. Amen. When the brethren laid that coat in front. Amen. And they, they and Brother Vitito, the superintendent, turned to me and I was sitting over here. And he says, Brother Parker, he says, God just spoke to me. And I'm supposed to raise a $1,000 offering for you. It blew my mind. You know. Because just in Maryland the week before, I had pledged $1,000 to a church plant that was trying to get started in Maryland. And I didn't have the $1,000. And I told the brother, I'll send you your money back by July for that I made the promise. And we get the Kentucky Men's Conference. And he was there. And he can vouch for this. Amen. And we get there. And Brother Norm Pasley, who's the superintendent now of Ohio, he's the only one that would have jacket. And Brother Vitito asked him to lay his jacket down. And Brother Vitito says, Brethren, whatever you want to put in this coat, just put it in there. And everybody walked by and they dropped money in that coat. Amen. And when they took the coat and went and counted up, they came back with $2,149. Amen. I said I was going to get over a little bit with some change. Amen. But God says, no, you hold going to use it further. I get the Florida, Sister Parker and I, and we and kids that need to go to camp. Amen. And it was going to cost them. God said, send those ten kids to camp. Amen. I gave them the $1,000 check out to send to that. And we had $149. We get to Amarillo, Texas in an even service. And they had 15 kids that needed to go to a youth function. It was going to cost them $10 a piece. And we wound up putting in $1 and the whole thing. Talk about my faith from that point has increased. And we was in a church in Kentucky, Tennessee, and I was ministering, and God said to me, he was trying to build his church, get his church going. And God said to me, pledge $10,000 to that church. I turned to him, and I says, we're pledging $10,000 to your church project. And God gave the $10,000 for that church project. You don't think this boy's faith is increased and believe in God's ability? Amen. When God 
God speaks to me. Amen. I have to walk by faith. I cannot walk by sight. Amen. My covenant with him is in keeping in promise. He wants to challenge me. I take his challenge every time. Some trust in chariots and some in horses. But we will remember the name of the Lord our God. Amen. He's great and he's greatly to be praised. Amen. He will come through. Amen. Don't lean to your own understanding. Hear his voice, Jesus said. My sheep know my voice and I am known of them. Amen. So when he speaks to you, amen, and says, do something. You need to do it. Don't lean to your own understanding. Just step out on faith and believe God is opening a door for you to build your faith, to strengthen your faith. Amen. Don't question God. Amen. When he tells you to do something, if he says a thousand, get pledge a thousand. It's between you and him. It's not between you and nobody else. Amen. You trust. He wants to build your faith. Amen. Little is much when God is in it. You've got to believe him. You've got to trust him. Amen. And all that he is wanting you to do. Amen. The Lord turned to Philip to check his faith when he saw the multitude. He says, Philip, where are we going to buy bread that all these can eat? And Philip is leaning to his own understanding. He says, uh, 200 pennies worth ain't going to feed these guys. You know, he says, this is a big multitude. But notice Andrew. Andrew said, I'm going to take the challenge. He says, hey, there's a kid here with two fish and five loaves. He heard the conversation. And Jesus says, have the people to sit down in the grass. But see, you know why he had them sit down? Because we are his people and the sheep of his pasture. And he leads us to greener pastures. And he have us to lay down in the grass so he can feed us. Amen. Praise God. Because we're his sheep. He's going to take care of us. I've been young and now I'm getting old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor seeds begging bread. Amen. You can take it. Amen. And believe it. And when Jesus took those two fish and five loaves of bread and he blessed it and he gave it to the disciples uh, and they distributed out uh, and when everybody was full the Bible says uh, Jesus says take up the fragments uh, that was left and they took up 12 baskets uh, full amen more than what was needed uh, amen because God is in the doubling business amen he's able amen you just got to walk by faith uh, and not by sight and don't lean to your own understanding Naaman had to go dip in the Jordan River. He had to do it by faith uh, if he wanted to be healed. Amen. He could not do it his own way. He had to believe what God said would take place, and it took place. Amen. Because he was obedient uh, to the Word of God. And when we are obedient to the Word of God, there is no telling what God will do in our lives for us. uh, Because I have not seen uh, nor even heard, uh, neither have it entered into the hearts of men, the things that
that God has prepared for them that love him. Amen. Even the children of Israel, they had to walk around that wall by Jericho by faith and believe that when they shouted, that wall was going to come down. And when they shouted, God had said it would do because they had faith to what he would do, he would do. Joshua had enough faith. God told him, as I was with Moses, I'll be with you. And still and says, sun, stand still. Moon in the vest, like he said, it would happen because it increased his faith. God wants you to work miracles. He wants to do things to you. He wants to trust you. He wants to build you up. Amen. But you have to learn to trust him and not lean to your own understanding. Amen. Give God something to work with. Your faith. Give Him something to work with. James chapter 2, verse 14 through 26. What doth it profit, my brethren? Though a man say he have faith and have not works, can faith save him? If a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you say to them, Depart in peace and you and be warm and filled, notwithstanding you give them those things that are needful for the body. What did it profit? <laughs> he said, what did it profit? Even so, faith, if it has not works, is dead, being along. Yeah, a man may say, thou hast faith and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by my works. Thou believest that there is one God, you do it well. The devil also believes in these troubles. But will thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac his son upon the altar? See thou how faith wrought with works, with his works, and by works was faith made perfect? And the scripture was fulfilled which said, Abraham believed God. And it was imputed or charged unto him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. You see then how that by works a man is justified and not by faith only? Likewise also was not Rahab the harlot justified by works when she had received the messengers and had sent them out another way? For as the body without faith, without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. See, you got say you got faith. You got to have some works to go along with it. I am the Lord, Psalms eighty-one ten through sixteen. Thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt, open thou mouth wide, and I will fill it. But my people would not hearken to my voice, and Israel would none of me. So I gave them up to their own heart's lust. And they walked in their own counsel. Oh, that my people had hearkened unto me, and Israel had walked in my ways. I should soon have subdued their enemies and turned my hand against their adversaries. The haters of the Lord should have submitted themselves unto him, but their time should have endured forever. He should have fed them also with the finest of the wheat and with honey out of a rock should I have satisfied them. Notice, God says, oh, I just wish you'd listen to my words. Do what I'm asking you to do. 
so I can bless you, so I can show you how good I really am. Amen. That's what faith is all about. Hold on to your own understanding. Trust in the Lord. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadows of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because he's with me. I won't leave you. I will not forsake you. Give God something worth living. By not giving you. By not giving your faith. Let him use you today. Amen. And his faith promise service. Amen. Praise God. Father, we exalt you. God, we magnify you right now, O oh God. We're asking you, O oh God, again today, Lord Jesus, to use us for your kingdom. We're asking you, God, to use us, O oh God, for your betterment and upbuilding of your kingdom. Oh, God, we desire to be used by you in every area of our lives, whether finances, whether teaching Bible studies, oh, God, wherever you desire in each of our lives, oh, God, we want you to use us, oh, God, in this last days, oh, God, for your kingdom and for your glory, oh, God. We truly appreciate you, Lord God. Place numbers in our hearts that you would have us give, O oh God, I pray today, Lord, for your upbuilding of your kingdom, God. Don't let us lean to our own understanding. This between you and each individual, from the youngest all the way to the oldest, God. I know there's nothing impossible for you to do, God. I trust in you, Lord. I've seen your hand at work, O oh God. The Red Sea was parted, amen. The Jordan rivers rolled back. Uh, amen. God, you healed, you delivered, you set the captives free. I know there's nothing impossible, oh God. I trust in you, Lord, today, oh God. Use us, oh God, again today, Lord Jesus, uh, and this hour and this time, Lord. Bless your people, God. Bless your people. Touch them, Lord, I pray, God. Oh, God, as you fill that woman's barrel, amen, to fullness and overflowing again, God. All she thought she had was a handful, God. But you looked ahead in time, God. You had already looked into her household. You already knew what she had, God, before you ever sent Elijah to her house, oh, God. You knew, God, in advance if she would be obedient to your word that that barrel of meal would never waste, oh God. You knew, God. You're faithful, God. You're always so faithful to your people. Amen, God. I know there's nothing impossible for you, Lord. Touch your hearts of your people today, God. Thank you, Jesus. Bless them, Lord. Bless them, God. Bless their minds. Bless their understanding in your word, oh God. Strengthen them, oh God, that they will not lean to their own understanding. But they will listen to you, God, in your heartbeat, O oh God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus. 